to settle into the loving, joyful, energetic possibility of source thriving as you in the now. Powerful group. Namaste. So I'm going to go ahead and take my jacket off because I know I can pretty much ask that the thermostat be turned down and I'm going to freeze you guys out. But it's a little humid for me today. So now if the offering's good, I'll take off more. I'll remind you about that. <laughs> so way, w just saying. Way back in 1789, Benjamin Franklin wrote this. Some of you are going to remember this quote. He said, our new constitution is now established and has an appearance that promises permanency. But in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. So with our current political environment, one could easily, easily make the case that Dr. Franklin was being prophetic as it relates to the appearance of permanency. Aside from that, we will add to Franklin's statement by noting, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except the continual evolution and expression of source energy. As source energy evolves and expands, there are times the energy of source transcends from the spiritual to the physical realm that the impact of the new expression is so minuscule it can only be witnessed with an electron microscope. You know, those are the ones they make to view atoms, just in case, right? Then there are occasions when source energy appears to transcend from the spiritual to the physical realm in the blink of an eye for all the world to witness. New islands are formed all the time, all the time. New births occur every moment of every day, impacting every species of life. Individuals who once were just grouches and plain jerks transform into loving and compassionate people. Ordinary individuals receive the appearance of a serious diagnosis only to be told a short time later the diagnosed health issue somehow some way without any medical intervention, transformed, changed, evolved into a new diagnosis of perfect health. Everyday people who say they're lonely evolve into a new and loving relationship. For no other reason than they just rounded the corner one day and there was their soulmate. People who have barely two pennies to rub together one day evolve into prosperous individuals who are able to do what they want to do, when they want to do it, and with whom they want to do it. Sometimes they win the lottery. Sometimes they had a rich relative pass away that they didn't know existed that left them the estate. So do that family tree, baby. That's all we're saying. <laughs> and other times, they evolved into a prosperity consciousness. Esther Hicks said, "It is not possible to stand and still, and st to, it is not possible to stand still or be stuck, because energy and therefore life is always in motion. Things are always changing. 
And over 75 years ago, Dr. Holmes wrote this. He said, a new light is coming to the world. We are on the borderland of a new experience. The veil between spirit and matter is very thin. The invisible passes into, the, into visibility through our faith in it. Energy is energy. And it's only constant. It's only constant is energy evolved. It is through this transcendent evolution of energy. New experiences, thoughts, dreams, new ways of being manifest within and as your journey. Within and as your journey. You are not merely a conduit through which source energy flows. You are that resonating force that attracts its energetic essence. Now, whether or not source energy evolves as something new, as you, in the blink of an eye, are through a more steady pace of evolution, the reality remains. The energy of source evolves. Transcends consistently as you. And no one will ever be able to escape the constant of death and taxes, nor will they ever be able to escape their preordained purpose of being, the ap- to be the absolute energetic impossibility of source, demonstrating itself through the evolution of newness, which is the title of our lesson this morning, The Evolution of Newness. So we have a little parable for you. Some of you are going to recognize it, so laugh like you don't because we have a lot of visitors today. So here it is. It's about this lady. She's a just just, just beautiful woman, and she attends church regularly. She's a, she's a Sunday school teacher, and it's a very fundamentalist church, right? And one day, one Sunday, there's a fellow behind her in the pew, and he notices just how beautiful she is. And so while they were taking up collection, this, this fellow leans forward and asked, hey, how about you and I having dinner? And the lady said, wow, that, that would be very nice. So a little bit later on in the week, he picks her up and he takes her to the finest restaurant in town. And when they sat down, he asked her, well, would you like to have a cocktail before dinner? She said, oh, no, oh, no. Whatever would I tell my Sunday school class? So our guy was just a little taken aback by this. And he didn't say much during the dinner. But after dinner, he pulled out a pack of cigarettes and he said, would you like one? She said, oh my goodness, no. Absolutely not. I couldn't face my Sunday school class if I did. Well, our fellow's feeling a little bit low at this point. So they leave, and as he's driving her home, they passed a Holiday Inn. And he's figuring, hey, what have I got to lose at this point? So he's asked her, he said, "Um, how would you like to stop at the motel? And to his surprise, she said, sure, that would be nice. He did a U-turn that almost gave him whiplash, let me tell you. And the next morning, as they left the hotel and he was driving her home, our guy's feeling a little bit remorseful. What have I done? You know, her being a Sunday school teacher and all. 
And so he pulls the car over and he looks her in the eye and he said, look, I've just got to ask, I've just got to ask, whatever are you going to tell your Sunday school class? And she just shrugs a little and said, you know, what I always tell them, the same thing, you don't have to smoke and drink to have a good time. And here's the moral. Everyone is capable of evolving a new way of being. Everyone is capable of evolving a new experience. Everyone is capable of evolving a new dream, evolving an entire new consciousness. These new ways of being that absolutely shatter, absolutely shatter any previous preconceived perception. We want you to recall what Hicks and Holmes said. Life is always in motion. Things are always changing. The invisible passes into visibility through our faith in it. Things are always changing as energy is always evolving into something new. Every seven years, all the cells in the human body are replaced by new cells. The body you have today, you did not have seven years ago. Now, if we were to take just one of those cells, one of those new cells, and peel it back, peel it back, peel it back, and peel it back, and view it through an electron microscope, bless you, it would be comprised of what? Vibrating atoms. Vibrating atoms. All resonating together in the form of the cells. And these atoms are not the atoms you were born with or are they the atoms from seven years ago? They are brand new spaking atoms, resonating as you. Resonating as you. So where did they come from? Well, source, of course. From that ever-cascading, never-ending flow of source, from the invisible to the visible, expressing as the individual you, through a faith in this natural spiritual principle that is so impenetrable, it is taken for granted, just like gravity. Just like gravity. So, we got it. Energy evolves. Energy evolves into form. And form evolves back into energy. And each time this exchange between the spiritual and physical realms takes place, an evolution of new energy expresses. So, what's the big deal? Why do we need to be aware of this? How does understanding this principle of the evolution of newness impact an individual's ability to evolve into a new way of being, new love, health, and abundance? As your understanding and awareness of the principle of newness expands, your faith in, faith in it strengthens. As your faith in the principle strengthens, that faith, too, becomes impenetrable, like our faith in the principle of gravity. We know gravity works. We know what it is. We know we don't even have to think about using gravity, and we never, ever doubt that something from our past, our current experience, external influences, is somehow going to cause us to violate the laws of gravity and float away. We just accept that it works. And it's the same with this principle of newness. It just works. 
gravity, the laws of physics, energy vibrating into form as a chair or a body or a cell, the laws of nature, sunrise and sunset, all work effortlessly without our care or attention. The principle of the evolution of Newman can and does work the same way. So if the universe, source, is constantly evolving, and you always have access to this new energy, the question is, if we're looking for a new way, a new way of being for our experience, what needs to change? What needs to change? Us. Our thought. Our perception. Our energy that we offer to the universe. Let me share something else from Esther Hicks. She said, you are growth-seeking beings, and as you are moving forward, you are at your happiest. You are growth-seeking beings. Growth is not about reliving the same energy. Growth is about experiencing the newness. Growth is about knowing every moment of every day you have the opportunity to bring forward something new. And when you've got that, then you can begin to release old ways of being, old habits, old thoughts and ideas. Because your one goal is just to experience the vibrant newness of the divine. Wayne Dyer said, I will grow. I will become something new and grand, but no grander than I now am. Just as the sky will be different in a few hours, its present perfection and completeness is not deficient. So I am presently perfect and not deficient because I will be different tomorrow. I will grow. You too will grow. But we want to get you into this mindset that says every day, just by the nature of the way the universe works, the natural, the natural sciences, I'm a new being. Every day your body is renewed. Why not renew your mind? We got you on that one, didn't we? So... Sometimes this says, well, yeah, people will get it. I get it. People say, well, you know, that sounds good, but it can be hard. It can be hard. You know, I got, I got stuff going on for me, and people are coming to town that I really don't want to have to put up, but, you know, they need a place to stay. My spouse isn't doing the dishes correctly. Multitude of things, Right? But what did the Holy Scriptures say? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We look at this as a spiritual direction, and of course it is, but we also understand that everything in the universe that is is spirit coming forward into form. And we've already proven through the laws of physics that everything renews and replenishes. So our bodies we don't, are already renewing and replenishing. But we want to catch up our minds to that replenishing process. We have to set our intention to be new every single day. To begin that faith in the evolution of newness that we're so 
clear that it's going to manifest, that it's going to evolve, that it's going to ma- demonstrate, that we use it, utilize it, just like we utilize gravity, without giving it any thought. Because we know like we know like we know. Our purpose is to evolve new energies. So, Loretta Lynn said once, I don't know what it's like for a book writer or a doctor or a teacher as they work to get established in their jobs. But for a singer, you've got to continue to grow or else you're just like last night's cornbread, stale and dry. And it's the same for the spiritual being, which is what you are. You cannot remain standing still. You're always vibrating into form. What happens, the reason some people feel like, oh, no, I'm not growing, I'm not expanding, is because they haven't transformed the thought. Because they haven't moved into that awareness. Well, wait a second. If I'm going to change my outer, I have to begin to evolve my inner. I have to evolve the thought that I'm currently maintaining and holding. I have to be very clear that my purpose is no longer to react to any situation whatsoever. My my purpose is to be proactive and create the newness that I choose. Oh, create the newness that I choose. Our affirmation card this week is from Mary Ann Williamson, who said, changes in the air as old patterns fall away and new energies are emerging. Constantly release what needs to be released and welcome with a full embrace the newness you've prayed for and so richly deserved. Old patterns are fa- falling away. The only constant is the evolving energy of source. The second constant is the power of choice. What will I choose to do with this energy today? How will what do, or yeah, how will I ex- create What will I create with the renewing of my mind? Is it going to be the same as yesterday? Or is it going to be a full release, honoring that I've already spoken my word? And I know that from the words that I spoke, it is empowered to manifest. We have to get rid of the doubt. If you have doubt about your spiritual magnificence, so, uh, disclaimer, you know, we have, um, uh, well, we won't go there. They're, they're telling me not to go there, so we're not going to go there. We want you to remove the doubt. And the way we want you to remove the doubt is to begin looking at your journey and seeing the magnificence that you've already manifested. It may be in a new relationship. It may be in an old relationship, but, but you're not... But every day that relationship seems to grow. It may be a new job. But perhaps, perhaps you're in the same job that you've been in for a while, but it's still bringing you joy. If it's bringing you joy, guess what? You're in the newness. If it's bringing you joy, you're in the newness. The newness of source is about the joy that presence experiences as it evolves something new as you. you. And as you move into that evolution of energy, 
then you can begin to say, today I evolve all things new. I create all things new. Sometimes it may be what you created yesterday. The question is, was it joyful? Yes, then there's nothing to change. If there was a little eh, uncomfortableness there, then that's the time to say, well, wait a second, let me begin to release some old patterns. Let me begin to release some old ways of being because I haven't prepared myself for all that, that I've been treating for, all that I've been praying for. I'll give you two examples here of treatment, affirmations, talking to yourself, whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I've, we're really big on, you're praying 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're always in connection, always in communication with source energy. So someone that's not operating within the evolution of newness, the understanding of that principle, might sound like, you know, my treatment, my affirmative prayer work is taking a long time to manifest. And the universe is going to say, okay, long time, got it. Let's stretch that out. Well, before I manifest, I need to get to the root cause of the problem. Ever heard, heard that? Let's get to the root cause. You know, when you walk into a dark room, you don't say, let me get to the root cause of the darkness. You turn on the light. The more we're focused on the root cause, the less we're focused on the solution. Turn on the light. Last, well, I'm doing my work. I'm, I'm really good at my spiritual work, but evidently God and I are operating in different time zones when it comes to manifesting. Right? Because there's my time frame and there's present time frame. No. There's only one time frame. Why is there only one time frame? Because there's only one mind. Because there's only one power. There's only one energy. There's only one creative intelligence that comes forward as you. So let go of the time frame business. You're not in, you're not in the world to give a time frame. You're in the world to evolve new energy. I want to give you some different affirmations. My every word manifests expeditiously with effortless ease. My every word manifests expeditiously with effortless ease. Every day I awaken to the boundless good and newness of source overflowing within my journey. My entire experience is renewed and refreshed and the newness of spirit through the ongoing renewing of my heart, mind, and soul. Each set of those examples uses the same principle of newness. One set establishes the intention for this new energy to manifest in the blink of an eye, and the other set, well, quite frankly, it does not. What we're suggesting to you is that you begin looking at which set have you been working with within your creative endeavors. Do you think presence is not responding to you fast enough? Do you think you're doing something wrong? We want you to let that nonsense go. Presence is always responding to you and as you. And when it comes to this loving creative energy that Source is, 
you can do nothing wrong. How's that grab you? You can do nothing wrong other than hang on to old ways of being. So I want to give you a few examples of how this plays out. Winston Churchill was told by his mathematics teacher that he was a bum. When it came to mathematics, he was a disaster. And the teacher told Churchill to quit school. You need to quit school and go lay bricks. Now, had Churchill followed his teacher's advice, we would have never known him as one of Britain's greatest prime ministers. Right? The Wright brothers announced when they when the Wright brothers announced they were going to build a flying machine, well-established physicists of the time found great joy in reminding the two brothers about the law of gravity and its negative consequences on their dreams. And they were advised to take all of their effort and channel it into something else instead of achieving such an unachievable, uh, instead of pursuing such an unachievable goal. Well, the Wright brothers just flew right over their critics and into history. Jesse Owens, the track star, was despised by Adolf Hitler. And Hitler did not want Owen it at the 1936 Berlin Olympics. Owen's presence was a source of irritation for Hitler because of Owen's race. Hitler decided to use psychological warfare by snubbing him and humiliating Owen. Hitler thought he could reduce Owen's drive and lower his morale in order to, pr to produce a poor performance from Owen. So Owen literally absorbed that humiliation, that negativity, and transformed it into extra energy for him. And then he directed that energy to his leg, mu leg muscles. The principles of newness, consciously directing the flow of new energy. Owen returned to the USA with how many gold medals? Five. His statue stands in Ohio State. Y'all didn't know it's a history lesson, did you? His statue stands at Ohio State today as a gesture of his contribution to our country. Owen refused to be put down. People forget you can refuse to accept what the outer world is saying and evolve beyond their limited view. A fellow academic ridiculed Einstein's theory of relativity, stating that Einstein's theory has, had set physics back a thousand years. And Einstein refused that comment as the truth of his theory. And, of course, he went on to become history's most one of history's most renowned physicists. But let's not forget Christopher Columbus, who was teased and laughed at when he said he was going to sail around the world. The geographers in Spain said it couldn't happen. And they just rolled his eyes and branded his vision mission impossible. He set sail anyway. He set sail anyway. What's holding you back? What's holding you back in our experience, 
and someone is not pursuing that new way of being, 99.9% of the time, it is that itty-bitty minuscule of doubt presented by someone else. By someone else. Let it go. We know how powerful you are. We know that you know you are a vibrant expression of source. But that little percentage of doubt, 0.01%, is equal to what? Faith. It's not complete faith. It is just enough doubt to keep someone from moving forward. Again from Holmes, who said, the principle that we have to demonstrate is perfect. And insofar as we compel the mind to perceive this perfection, so far it will automatically demonstrate. The principle of this evolution of newness is perfect and will automatically outpicture in your journey as you open your heart, mind, and soul to view and accept its perfection already fulfilling itself within and as your journey. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past or in the current moment. It doesn't matter what others say or believe. Heck, it, as the Wright brothers proved, it doesn't even matter what the currently held beliefs are about the laws of nature. Source will always evolve its energy into something new through and as the individual who stands solid in their faith, solid in their conviction. Simply because the laws of gravity over a hundred years ago were known to keep things in place, not allowing things to fly didn't matter to Source. What matters is that the Wright brothers had an idea, a new idea that they believed in that they knew they could make happen. Nothing else mattered. And they let go of that one little percentage of doubt. We want you to move forward with an affirmation. I exist in a consciousness and physical state of active and vibrant newness. I exist in a consciousness and physical state of active and vibrant newness. Whatever you do and all that you are, every day you have that opportunity to renew your mind. Your body's already renewed, so you can let that go. You don't have to worry about the body. You want to begin focusing on your mind. And as you begin focusing on your mind, renewing yourself, and that new energy, that new thought, that new power, then guess what? There are no limitations to what you may achieve. You can begin to say, well, well you know what? Yesterday was not such a great day. Ever had one of those? But I'm done with that. I can create something new today. I can create something new today because I'm in a constant state of evolving newness. What occurred for me yesterday does not impact what I create today. What occurred for you that yesterday does not impact what you may create today. And the more you get clear about that, 
the more you can begin to let go of this thought, this doubt that, am I doing something wrong when it comes to my spiritual work? Yes, you are. You're questioning it. Let go of the questions. Move into the knowing. You let go of the questions and moving, move into the knowing by going ahead and honoring all the good that you've created thus far. In the Gospel of Thomas, we find this logia. And it's Jesus said this, If one is whole, one will be filled with light. But if one is divided, one will be filled with darkness. Our purpose is not to divide spirit between the spiritual and the physical realms. Our purpose is to recognize and utilize the newness of the energy of spirit so we may effortlessly evolve in all realms. In all realms. Why? Because as Holmes said, that veil between spirit and matter is paper thin. It's whisper thin. But guess what? It can easily be removed. And it's removed as you move into that mindset that my only goal, my only purpose for being is to evolve a new experience, to evolve a new way of being, to evolve as the new expression of source that I am today. And nobody gets to tell you what that looks like but you. I can tell you what it looks like for me. And I could also maybe say, say some things that, to you that will say, you know, go and evolve this way. But guess what? Mine doesn't want me to tell you how to evolve. If we do that, once we get caught up in what other somebody else says, that's their doubts, that's their perceptions, that's their ideas. And we're not evolving as the uniqueness of the evolution of energy. Source wants to evolve as something new through you in this moment. And what it evolves through you, in, new as in this moment, is based on the thought that you currently maintain. And if your thought is centered on, or focused on, or is what occurred yesterday, then it can't be focused on what you want to create in today. What's our affirmation? I exist in a consciousness and physical state of active and vibrant newness. Get that down. Get that down. Start removing the doubt. Begin telling the story of your life from the perspective that it's all new. Every day you get to write a new chapter. Every day you get to step into a new adventure. Every day you get to affirm how powerful you are. The only thing that remains is, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Nobody can, can call you up and say, okay, it's time to get out of bed today. Go out there and create all that you want. You have to do that for yourself. You can call a practitioner. You can call me. We'll give you a rah-rah session, se session. However, at the end of the day, we're either working with, with principle or we are not. We're either evolving the newness or we're not. So what we want to leave you with is this. 
are not here today by accident. Some of you that are new, some of you that are first-time visitors, some of you that have been with us for quite some time. You're not here today by accident. You're here because there's something that within you that needed permission to say, it is okay for me to release burdens that were never intended for me to begin with. And it is okay for me to affirm my divinity and to know that I am constantly renewed through the source of energy that I am. And that renewal takes place at the spiritual, mental, and physical level because you are triune beings. Now, what you do with that truth from this moment forward is entirely up to you. What we would like to see you do with that truth is whatever you choose. Whatever you choose. Go out and play with the newness of source. Allow it to express through you. And what you're going to find is the more you play with it, the more you honor it, the more it's going to begin working within your journey, just like the law of gravity. You don't even have to think about it. And that is the importance of the evolution of newness. And so ends our lesson. Namaste.